Hey there, welcome back to the We Do Podcast. I am your host, Billy Price, and it has been a minute since we've been on the air. We've had some technical difficulties with my iMac, but we are back and back strong with the season finale of the We Do Podcast. That's right, season one is over after this one. We have a follow-up episode with Coach Camille. I was invited over to check out his studio and actually go through the process of having a bike fit. I brought my brand new look over. Um, I've only had it about a month or two, and Coach Camille put me through my paces and found some really cool stuff out in the process. So without further ado, let's pick up the interview with Coach Camille of Motion Fit as we go through the process of my bike fit here on the We Do Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the We Do Podcast. We are once again joined by my friend, Coach Camille. He uh, is going to go over how our bike fit went when I went to Winter Garden and visit him. Thanks, Coach Camille, for joining us again. Thank you for having me again. It's yeah. a pleasure. So, guys, I went and uh, Coach Camille was um, offered to fit me and I want to tell everybody about how it went. So I made the trip. It was about a 45 minute drive to uh, Winter Garden. Uh, parking is a nightmare in Winter Garden, but you got to be patient and find a spot. I know where I'm going to park next time I come to see you. Uh, <laughs> you, you go up the stairs, you find his, his uh, office and it is beautiful. You've got a corner office there, don't you? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful view. Yeah, so I, I walked in, uh, coach got me all set up. I, um, and you know, I, and once again, you know, he told us on the last podcast, you won't get on the bike for a while. And he wasn't kidding, were you, coach? We had to actually do a lot of work leading up to even getting on the bike. Yeah, I mean, I, that's the whole discovery part of understanding who you are. And, and you know, and also is give me an idea of what I have to work with mm -hmm. uh, before we even see you on the bike because, uh, the, the bike is not important to me. The important is the athlete. It's like, who are you? It's yeah. a critical part. So I I had to do um, some walking exercises where you had me walk and turn around and come back. Um, you had me um, do a couple of squats, right? And we even did push-ups. We did all these things even before I even like got on your, your uh, exercise table, right? That is correct. That, that gives us an idea of your strength and weaknesses and how – you know what is your balance and uh and that that kind of really um uh works directly within the bike you know when i see how how mobile are you and also uh your abilities to be dynamic movement on the bike mm -hmm. yeah okay so so i got that um and we got on the table and that's when you started doing some stretching 
and and those of you guys that listened to the podcast I had Camille on before, he said, do not think that you're going to get something by me because I will find out. And I had forgotten that I had an ankle injury many, many years ago playing basketball. And that's the first thing coach said to me was, hey, did you hurt your ankle before, right, coach? <laughs> definitely, definitely. I mean, I think some injuries always leave some sort of scars or uh, areas where we can tell something happened. And, and, and uh, you know, that's part of the discovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, because sometimes, not, not all the time, but at times that influence uh, the bike fit. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, and he had also reminded me that I had uh, dumped my bike before in a triathlon because my right hip was very, very, uh, was, would you say not mobile enough? Is that the right words? That's correct. Yeah. You have a little bit of mo- lack of mobility in that side. Yeah. And I um, had just completely, you know, when he, on the questionnaire that he gave, gave you before you go down to see him, he says, hey, make sure that you put down all these things. And I had completely forgotten that I had dumped my bike and um, wrecked in a race. So, um, yeah, you guys, when you go down to see a bike fitter, make sure that you remember all these things. So so we, we, were, we figured out my mobility wasn't where it needed to be on one side. The other side was okay, though, right? Yeah, that, definitely. That, the other part was in, in, uh, in line with uh, the normal ranges. Okay. Uh, and that's kind of what we're looking for, right? It's, uh, you know, you have range uh of mobility and uh when we see the one is lacking more than uh it should be it becomes an issue because you're always trying to compensate Mm -hmm. yeah so i'm still what are we like 45 30 minutes into the to the bike fit and i haven't even gotten on the bike next you took my shoes from me coach what did you find out about the shoes well i mean you know the Evaluation was also a, a way for me to understand what is your walking pattern, uh, and that is needs to be addressed in the shoe. So we need to um, realign the cleat position based on you and your uh, ability to move. Uh, what is are you are you towing to out, uh, and that's something that we will have to address prior to put you on the bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way we can, that's kind of like the, the foundation of the fitting, the shoes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So he, 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 he uh, adjusted the cleat position and finally I was able to get on the bike. So I, I, I he gets it all set up. Now, um, those, you guys may not know, but my uh, road bike is a disc wheel bike and we had trouble finding the right, um, uh, what, what were we looking for, Coach? The right tool? Uh, I would say the uh, true, true axle. Yeah, we we had to, we couldn't find the true axle, but he found one. We were able to get the bike on, and, and so I'm like, all right, I finally get the pedal. Let's go. And um, now I get stuck with all these stickers. Now, what what do all these stickers do that are all over me when I get to get on the bike, Coach? Yeah, so we place some landmark uh, dots in the body, uh, and that's, uh, that's kind of Velcro material. That's to attach the sensors mm-hmm. uh, that will our system will read your uh, while you're moving. We can see all the ranges, you know, dynamically, uh, and that provides us information not not just two dimensional but also three dimensional. So you will see all all movement frontal yeah. and lateral movement. That's awesome. So so I started pedaling. Um, you looked at me on one side. Now the the mechanical part. You had to spin me around. Is that so the other side could be red as well? Yeah. So we have a, a platform that it can be rotated. So that way we can be able to 
uh, uh, read and identify both sides mm-hmm. um, and see if you have symmetrical issues. Uh, and then what well, we we can definitely kind of compare right to left. Yeah, yeah. And now I, I had questioned you when we got there. I said I, I'm concerned, not really concerned, but I've been told that this bike may, may be a little too um, big for me. And after I rode for a few minutes, you said, absolutely not, Billy. This bike is perfect for your size, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of, we always do that. I mean, I, I always try to kind of give the, uh, we'll say baseline. Uh, I analyze that first capture. And then I can, at that point, if the bike is not the right bike for the person, either it's too big or too small, mm-hmm. uh, then I usually just stop the fitting session. I cannot continue, right? Uh, because neither the client, neither I are going to be satisfied with the wrong size. Uh, but for you, it was, it's definitely, it was the right size. Uh, and, and I think it's, it, it all depends because, you know, humans, you have to understand the size of humans are different. You know, we, I mean, let's say for instance, you know, five, ten, two individuals, one could have longer leg and the other one could have longer torso. Yeah. And, and that could be a completely different bike for them. Um, so the overall height, does not represent what is this the bike for that person yeah it's, it's very complex situation um so but it happens to be that, that your bike was perfect cool cool so um we uh he was able to actually see where my leg placement is as i go around and made the rotations and knowing that my hip isn't as flexible he was able to actually see the rotation on my right side. And what was your findings as far as left versus right side, Coach? Yeah, so the one that you have the issue with the mobility, we were able to identify that uh, with your lateral movement, as your knee comes out, actually, as your knee comes up in the pedal stroke, it actually kind of rotates more on the outside. And then as you start kind of rotating forward, as putting the pressure down, your knee is start kind of trying to correct itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so we don't like to see that because any, any lateral movement while you create pressure, it just really add too much stress on your joints, right? Hips and knees and ankles. Uh, and so, you know, I always refer clients to see in a specialist to work in that area. So that way, uh, as time goes, you can improve that range of motion. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 <laughs> Before you sent me the uh, workouts, I actually um, went on YouTube and I was like, "Let me see if I can find some work." So I've, I've, I try to sit now stretching out that way, and I'm always uh, um, working on some of the exercises that you actually sent me, following up to make sure that I'm doing that. And I, I do need to reach out to Dana and see if I can get in and and get her to start working on that side because here's the cool thing, you know. C- yeah, Coach Camille is interested in making sure the bike fits right, but he is also expressing to me the um, importance of getting this right for long-term effects, not just on the bike, but as far as quality of life, right, Coach? Because something like that could ease into not just my cycling part of my life, but overall, right? Yeah, so if you kind of we're looking at it, how, how what is the time that we spend on a bike, right? So, yes, you come to see me for the bike, but I'm looking at it, how much time you spend off the bike, which is, I would say, let's say 90% of the time you off the bike, mm-hmm. right? So I wanted you to be functional off the bike because that's actually going to help the bike itself. Um, so we wanna take care of the functionality issues that you have. It could be mobility, it could be strength, it could be flexibility. 
If we do that without thinking about the bike, by itself, it's only going to help the bike performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that was the neat thing about this. That's like the one thing I took away from this is yeah, the bike fits uh, a little better now, but you uh, were able to um, diagnose some things that I had no idea what were going on. Um, so what all corrections did we make to the bike? Um, and, uh, you know, to look forward to, like, I, I know that I've ridden it since then, but share with the, uh, the people what you found that needed to be corrected on the bike. Yeah. So the, uh, the second part, you know, after we correct the shoes and we identify that that was a correct action, uh, because that's one of the things I do, right? So I make a correction, but then I evaluate with our system to make sure that the changes that I made are correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's it's a way for me to quantify is the changes that I made are correct or not. Yeah. And if they're correct, then we can start moving forward. So the next thing we start kind of playing was with your saddle, right? Saddle high, saddle forward, aft. Um, that area it wasn't on the most optimal position for you mm-hmm. and then we tried to correct that because that's the second most important point point of the bike fit is the saddle um and then from there uh we moved to the third point of contact which is a handlebar shifter so we adjust the handlebar position we adjust the angle of that and then we have to adjust the shifters to be ergonomically mm-hmm. uh for your hands yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, um, the shifter was actually bowed in a little bit when, whenever they, um, put the bike together for me and I didn't even realize it until coach Camille's like, Billy, look at this. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. So he was able to correct that. And I tell you, it's, it's eased up a lot of pressure on my left hand because that, that left shifter was bowed in a little bit. So over time it just started to feel a little bit, um, maybe more tired, but now it's, it feels great. You know, after I took it out for a ride. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Sometimes the, the the details is what makes the biggest difference. So, you know, just sometimes, you know, it might seem just very uh, not not as important to say, oh, that shifted is maybe, you know, three, three degrees lower than the other. Well, it is important because what happened, what's happening to your body? Now your body is crooked one side. Mm-hmm. And then you spend two, three hours that way. Then now... You have a saddle issue, but the saddle is not the problem. The saddle, is, the, the issue is the shifter is rotating, making rotate your body to one side more than another. Yeah. And then now the saddle have problems. Um, so I always say that it's, it's, we always have to look at the what is causing the problem. Um, sometimes the problem is not the issue. It's, you know, we have to find what else is happening mm-hmm. here. Yeah, you're you're uh, you're almost like a big detective. You're trying to put the puzzles puzzles back together and see if you can make it fit the best it can, huh? Yeah, that's correct. And I think you know, I, the one expression I use always is, "My fitting is like a spiral web. Mm-hmm. Uh, you change one thing and affect the entire system." Uh, and in all my head, while I'm trying to make adjustment or I'm evaluating, I'm I'm kind of looking pros and cons. If I make this part change what will happen with the rest mm-hmm. um, and all has to work together. Yeah. So. Yeah. And um, so we, we, we made the adjustments and were you able to see any improvement as far as th- what you could see with your software after we made all those improvements? Yeah. Um, in a, once again, you know, the software, our bike fitting system, which is, we use retool. Uh, once again, it's just a tool, right? It, mm-hmm. it provides 
provide me information and for me I diagnose or digest the information and I have to think about it is what changes can I make based on the person ability. Yeah. So when the system provide me that information, I can say, all right. So the first thing that we, we, we captured there was your body position was not balanced. Balance means that your saddle was too far back. Um, and so your pedal stroke is not efficient, but also your weight distribution was completely off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we corrected that by moving it forward. Um, and then your knee extension now it became an issue, so we have to move the saddle up. So we start kind of playing with the the overall position for you, and and that's kind of one of the things that that's the beauty part of of the data that it is it is accurate and it's consistent, right? So you can replicate, mm-hmm. um, and that's one of the things I love. Right? So maybe maybe in six months you let's say for instance you get another shoe, well that's the beautiful part, you know I can put you back in the system. And it's going to be consistent just like the first time you came in. Gotcha. Um, so this is one of the things we call a progression. So right? we can we can help the athlete to progress because we have a data that is quantifiable. Mm-hmm. So, and accurate. Yeah, yeah, accurate. yeah, exactly. So so I, I took the bike out after the fit. Now, we, um, how long did we spend together? About an hour and a half or so? Like an hour and a half, hour and forty five minutes. Yeah, yeah. And we, we were we came up with um what we you know, the solutions that we gave. You didn't um suggest that I was um needed to work on my push ups a little bit. You know, I, I've um been working on weight loss so much that I've neglected strength training. So I've um I recognize I need to get that going. So I will be uh getting a lot more in my T R X bands that I have. Um, but I also, um, took the bike out, uh, last week and I tell you, I could notice the difference just right off the bat. Power was there. I was actually, um, my turn to pull. I was actually, uh, um, you know, could feel it. I, I had gears, you know what I mean? Whereas as before I would pull and I was like, Oh, this is all I have. Now I was able to pull and go, okay, I could go a little faster if I needed to, but I didn't want to lose the group. You know what I mean? So I, I, I could feel sure. that difference. Of course. And, and that's the that's the the goal for us is, you know, you might you you ha- we have to remember we have a fitness level. Let's say you have X amount of fitness level. Mm-hmm. My goal is to make you efficient on the bike so you can have um, prolong the duration of of the time that you can generate power. Yeah, that's that's all it is. Um, yes, you know, it takes a while. I, I can never say that, you know, you're going to come to my fit and, and you're going to be able to generate more power. No, no, it's just the power that you generate is more efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually it will be better. And and it's an adaptation phase uh, that, you know, everyone has to go. Some individuals might take a week and some other one, two, three weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you can improve on top of that. So, and I think we discussed during the fitting is like in order to you to be faster, you have to go slow. You yes. gotta go back to basics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and bike fitting is no difference. Uh, you know, sometimes if the drastics are extremely, and then we fix major issues, then you have to take that two, two, three weeks a little bit easier to let the body adapt to that new position. Uh, and and it's hard for some athletes to do that. Yeah. For sure. So I got my bike fit. 
feels great. I do need to adapt because I was telling you, you know, one of my uh, my right knee, which is the the area where we think is I'm the weakest, was overcompensating. I think during the ride, and I did have uh, knee issues once I got off the bike. But I, I'm pretty sure it's because as I was uh, spinning, I kept looking down. I'm like, come on, keep it straight, keep it straight. So I, I know that's probably what happened. But when when would you say would be a time that I would need to come back and see you as far as um, after the bike fit? Is it something that I need to um, see you periodically to make sure that um, we're dialed in as I get stronger? Do I need to come see you or or how would I do that? Yeah, and, and that's a great point. I think it's, it, it depends. And I always tell the athletes that you have to be honest to yourself. So let's say, for instance, you know what? Uh, we, we discussed the areas you have to improve, and, and they're pretty clear, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, hip flexor, mobility, upper body strain, core. Uh, well, it's no sense for you to come in in three months later and you still have those problems. Right. Uh, because guess what? I'm going to I'm gonna run the same <laughs> exercise and I'm going to compare. And if you're still the same, guess what? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nothing for me to do. Uh, I think one of the things that we discuss and we discover is that you you do need a different type of shoes. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's a, an appropriate time to kind of come back uh, and ensure that the shoes are set up correctly. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it depends. Some individuals are very type A goal oriented, and wow, and then two three months, and they come back and. And I will have to say that is the, the fitting is no longer valid. Yeah, there are some changes we need to address so we can maximize, but it depends. Yeah. Now you were, you you brought up the shoes. I forgot to actually bring that point up. I'm I'm using a uh, triathlon shoe, and coach was like, "Do you realize you have a little wider foot than what you have the shoe that you're using?" And I was like, "Okay." And he had me take out the insole of the shoe and put it down. And my foot actually doesn't have room to expand in that. You want to um, expound on that, Coach, what you were telling me about the shoe? Sure. And let's, let's talk about – so let's talk about the functionality of, of your, your feet running. So while you're running, uh, you, your feet actually move forward and back. That's why you need a little bit of um, – a shoe, they have enough space. Mm-hmm. But what happened on cycling is different. You actually, you don't need to be longer. You need to make sure your toolbox is adequate for your feet width. Uh, because when you pedal and you put the pressure down, if you imagine the cycling shoe, it has the cleat position right below your metal tarsal. So what happened when you press down, your metal tarsal needs to spread sideways. Okay. Now, what happened if your shoe is too narrow, it's already compressing your metal tarsals, your, your toes. And he has no room to expand from mm-hmm. there. Uh, that's where either hot foot could come in. That's one issue. Eventually it will happen. Or uh, stability problems. So if you imagine your, your, your feet are like a tripod, the narrower it is, the, more, the less stability you have. So mm-hmm. it's the same thing happening on the shoe. So, for instance, anybody who uh, climbs a lot or get off the saddle, they will feel a little bit uh, discomfort in terms of stability because the toe box is too narrow. Gotcha. So that's one thing. Also, you know, performance. Performance is, is going to be a, a, a big part of there for to have an adequate shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so once again, you guys, if, if you're uh, 
If you're going to take this cycling stuff seriously and even even your lifestyle seriously, go out and get a bike fit because, you know, Coach Camille can shed some light on some things. I had no idea what was going on. I mean, I am definitely going to go out and get some new cycling shoes uh, that with a wider toe box after after meeting with you, Coach. Definitely. I, and I think, you know, it, you know, cycling and any other sport is beautiful, but we have to make sure that we uh, address the issues mm-hmm. um, prior to, you know, getting more into the performance size, because that's kind of where problems will occur. Yeah. Uh, sooner or later it will happen. Sooner or later it will happen, but you want to address it sooner. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you even said that I might have IT band issues down the road if I don't get this hip thing taken care of. So, that kind of spooked me a little bit because I know friends that have IT band issues and it. It's a long battle, you know. So uh, it I, is. I hope to get this taken care of quickly. Um, yeah, I think my job is more like a prevention of maintenance, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, we we look at it everything, but it, I, I, we can prevent issues that can happen down the road. Uh, and the, and those issues are extremely clear. I mean, it's uh, human bodies are predictable in in those regards, and and I know exactly what is required in the bike and if you continue that route you will have some certain issues yeah yeah all right well um we're going to wrap it up here coach um if folks want to get in touch with you and go through this great uh bike fitting um experience how could they reach out to you they can uh reach out to me uh, on motionfit.net uh and uh, you can either google or go on facebook and find us there yeah uh, and we're looking forward to help you and help the community to you know be stay safe and then healthy as well yeah i definitely um after that experience and in coach camille is a um wonderful person to work with um he's i think he just from my own experience, it doesn't matter if you're a, a weekend warrior or you're out there um, competing for the tour. He's going to treat you the same way as he treats everybody. So go out and see Coach Camille. Thank you very much, and it was a pleasure uh, making this podcast. Yeah, thanks, Coach. And just like that, Season 1 is a wrap. I want to thank each and every one of you guys out there that's gone along on this journey with me for season one of the We Do podcast. This has been a definite learning experience. I hope you've had some fun with me as we've uh, got a chance to talk to a lot of cool people. In season two, we're hoping to expand a little bit, reach out to some more folks, and find out all the cool stuff that we do. So... Look for the We Do podcast to return the first week in January with an all-new lineup of guests. So I want to wish to take this time to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And this is Billy Price signing off from the We Do podcast. <laughs>